A strong and independent woman is something to behold. She pays her own bills, buys her own things, and she doesn't let a man affect her stability or self-confidence. She is a soul-rich woman. Are you ready to be rich doing what you love? Be on purpose and in control of your life again. At For Women Who Love the F Word podcast, we will be openly talking about getting more clients online, getting recognition as the leader and female entrepreneur, and also the F Word, being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. It's time to own and love the F Word. Welcome to the show. Hi, good afternoon. I'm on Soul Rich Moon. Wow, I'm, I'm not a woman. I'm here. Okay, so Janisha is not here today. And really, she's, no, no, she's just sitting on a corner. But she wanted me to uh, share a bit about how to maximize Facebook profits. And welcome to Soul Rich Woman, uh, episode 757. And I'm Brandon Yong. I'm the lead consultant of Scale Up Marketing. Uh, we help customers do auto marketing automation. But today, I'm going to talk about three secrets to maximizing Facebook profits. Definitely, Janisha is one of those uh, um, uh, coaches that really share a lot on how do you use social media to generate more leads and more traffic to your website. But what I'm going to talk to you about today is uh, how to maximize the eyeballs you are getting online. Now, the, the truth is that a lot of people are already doing some form of uh, Facebook marketing or social media marketing or even search or SEM marketing. But a lot of them are, what is happening is actually you're getting a lot of eyeballs, right? They are coming to a website and hopefully what you want to do is to convert more of this into inquiries, right? So inquiries will be people who opt in into your sales funnel or it might be a straight buy or trial, right? So you will end up that you want to eventually convert them into sales, right? That's the ideal situation, convert eyeballs, uh, get them to opt in, get them to buy, and then eventually convert to sales. But the truth is a lot of things happen along the way and what happens is that although you might have a lot of eyeballs, but not many of them actually take that action of submit or make an inquiry, right? So there is this what we call a lost traffic situation. Lost traffic, okay? So the other thing is that once they buy, or once they opt in into your funnels, then the other thing is how do you convert them into an actual sale? So then there, this is what we call the drop off. Right? So before they even buy, right, uh, and they do not respond to your sales pitch and eventually they drop off. Right? And another way stage I see uh, which happens in a lot of business is once the customer buy once, right, you don't do anything with them later on. But why? Because these customers have value to you. And this is what we call the customer life value. You should optimize this customer life value as well because you have spent so much money in drawing the eyeballs to your website and to your e-commerce post and then you are not maximizing the value per customer. I think that's a big waste. So today I'm going to talk about three secrets on how to maximize this profit. Uh, again, uh, well, for those who came in late, uh, this is uh, Soul Rich Woman episode five. Uh, 757 and I'm not a woman yes but Janisha is just sitting over there <laughs> laughing at me so and I'm a bit nervous because it's my first live show okay so uh, the three secrets to maximizing Facebook profits are this right so just now the diagram that I was uh, mentioning so one is that the leads are not converting 
right? You have a lot of traffic, but a lot of the leads are not actually converting in opt-ins, and then you do not have a lot of uh, inquiries and sales. Number two, even if there is an inquiry that uh, some people do not actually follow up properly, and in the end, in the end, these leads gets wasted. And finally, the customer value, right, is not optimized. So these are the three main challenges that people have, even if they are very actively marketing out in on Facebook and other social media platforms. So what happens is that the problem the problem is many folds, right? But first, let's talk about the issue about not converting. What happens when you don't convert? So when you don't convert, why is the reason you don't convert? There could be a few reasons. One is you are targeting at the wrong uh, phase of the marketing funnel. Okay, what I mean is a marketing funnel typically has uh, three stages. Right, let me draw it a bit bigger. Okay, so a marketing funnel has these stages called the top of the funnel, right, or tofu, right, and mofu, middle of the funnel, and you have the bottom of the funnel. Now, what does this mean? Bottom of the funnel adds, uh, bottom of the funnel means that uh, people are already uh, in a decision-making process and they have already reached a stage that they are thinking of which solution should they buy, right? You, they could already be comparing between companies, comparing your product against another product. Now, the middle of the funnel group is that um, they, are, they know about the solution, but they may not be in a decision to, uh, to buy yet because maybe they are they're uh, they're short on budget or it's something that they're not considering at the moment but they know that they have a need and the top of the funnel are people who may not even know that they have a need or it's not a top priority for them correct so the problem is that with a lot of facebook advertisements the ad itself is targeted at people who are in the bottom of the funnel what i mean let's say you run a a, a a wellness bar right and you're offering a, a 20 dollar or a you can say a free trial, for example, right? a free trial for uh, uh, exercise massage. And that is, um, if you come to, the sh to your salon and you book it online, you can get the free trial, right? So if you, a free trial is assuming that your customer is already at a decision-making process and they're ready to buy, right? So people who click the ad, yes, they click the ad, but they might be just curious. They might just want to see what is this about. And they may be actually here, right? So if your ads are targeting at people who are actually uh, deciding to engage, right? Then uh, no wonder that a lot of you may have a lot of traffic, but they don't actually convert because the audience is simply not ready. Okay. So there is this section of uh, audience that are not converting is because your ads are bofu ads, but you're getting tofu leads. You understand? Or your uh, mofu leads. Okay. So what you can do is that to improve your ad conversion, you might need different versions of those uh, advertisements that you do. So first is to appeal to both uh, tofu, tofu uh, leads is that you are trying to solve a problem. So the ads in this uh, phase are what we call a, a problem-related ads. Right? So let's say, for example, you're offering a service called Cool Sculpting. By the way, Cool Sculpting is a kind of um, slimming technology that is non-invasive. Uh, you don't take any uh, dieting and right? It's just like you go into the machine, just uh, freeze your fats and just just uh, slowly you know it disappears, right? So cool sculpting, that's what it's about. So the tofu ads that if I were to do run such an ad would be things like um, I uh, this is a uh, five reasons why uh, slim people have more energy, uh, make more friends, 
have more sex, for example, right? So that makes it very interesting for people to click, right? And then uh, they take actions at that level where it's not even about your cool sculpting technology, it's about getting slim. It's about slim having benefits, right? Something like that, right? So that is for tofu ads. And then I might have a bit of the middle of the funnel ads, for example, we, have, we know that already some of these people who are click those ads may have an interest of getting slim. Okay, so now the MoFu ads will be talking about, hey, there's maybe five ways to get slim. You can diet yourself to slimness, you can uh, exercise yourself to slimness, you can go for operations and every, get it sucked out, get a fat sucked out, right? Uh, but why not try a non-invasive method? You don't have to force yourself to uh, not to eat, right? And you don't even need to exercise a lot, right? So with that, you're trying to run ads that is related to uh, debunking all the other alternatives and trying to tell the audience, okay, why this, your product should be a more superior solution. Okay. And finally, then in the Bofu ads, you're looking at like free trials, um, $20, $50 discounts and all that. So these are action taking where you start to ask people for money, right? And these ads are ads that uh, are appealing to their solution that will solve their problem. And these ads are uh, appear, uh, appealing to their problem itself, okay? So, when you run those ads, surely some of your ads may be both ads, but you can retarget them, okay? That means uh, people who have clicked and land on your Bofu uh, landing page, right, can then be retargeted with Facebook on using Tofu ads, right? Perhaps they may be more interested in different problems. It's not the problem that they want to solve, but um, or their, their motivations of solving the problem is different, right? So, um, as I was meeting someone uh, this morning, right? Um, they are running a um, uh, fitness program uh, that's uh, in the water, right? So I will not say too much about her name, but they basically require you to cycle in the water. So I was asking them, right? Why, what are the motivations of people to take up your product and not another competing product, right? So uh, something that was clear was, okay, in the water is low impact. Therefore, there's uh, a lot of people in our database that actually have existing injuries. No, so, Tofu ads will be something like um, five ways to be injury-free uh, and still uh, perform well in your marathon, for example. So people who are wanting to keep fit but then want to keep injury at bay. So okay, now I, I know people who click these ads are injury-prone and they are exercising people, they want to exercise. Okay, middle of the funnel ads would be something like, okay, um, if, you are, if, if you are injured, right, it takes a long time to recover. So one of the ways to reduce is to exercise in the water, right? And this is how uh, top athletes recover after a period of long, uh, what I call it, uh, problems with injury, right? So then that is MoFu ads, right? And finally, you have the BoFu ads, this come sign up for a free trial at our swimming pool, right? Uh, it's just $20, all right, something like that. Okay, so you, you, re you understand? So by moving the audience that click on your different ads back to another uh, uh, previous right, uh, part of the funnel that helps you to narrow down and convert them slowly so that at, when they are ready to buy they will be thinking of you because you have the right you appeal to the right motivation you have a solution that addresses their problem and you are right there when they are about to take, that, take action right? so there is a coordination of when do you move the audience to which part of the custom audience, which kind of ads you're targeting. Okay, so that's that basically we are, we are looking at how to solve your uh, non-converting issues, right? Getting the right target and finally getting them to opt in, right? 
So that, there's this concept in the life cycle marketing that we use that uh, talks about three stages of the customer journey. And this really maps out what I'm talking about. So the first phase is what we call attract. Right? So in the attract phase, we identify the right target market, uh, which uh, in Facebook, you can actually go into very deep uh, demographics, targeting, right? age groups, interests even. Right? And then after that, bring them into somewhere that you can capture their information like name, email. right? So that will be the top of the funnel kind of ads and middle of the funnel engagement ads. Right? And finally, you look at how to then move them in to try your product right? using a free trial method or using a free consult or come for a preview kind of method. Right? So that is the, uh, the part about attracting your uh, target audience. So the next thing about uh, the next thing is the wasted with the wastage of leads. So I, I find that even at the inquiry level, so let's say like for example, um, inquire now call in, right? So even when it becomes a physical inquiry, uh, we in in a marketing and sales term we call it a sales qualified lead. Someone actually calls in and leaves the inquiry, right? Uh, they are not being attended to promptly, right? Uh, maybe after one call. Uh, businesses don't actually follow up with them or maybe they come for one trial and then they uh, they don't buy but then businesses don't follow up so this is a very big waste as well uh, again uh, when I was talking to a business owner this morning uh, basically they say after the uh, so-called uh, 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 reduced price trial right where $50 you can have a one whole week of access right they have they are seeing about an 80% drop off that's very big right so if you are able to just uh, tighten that uh, follow-up loop by sending them uh, maybe a motivational message saying that and that addresses their motivations and their problems and then um, you follow up with uh, if they have a pleasant experience with using a product or service uh, and then uh, if they have a good rating then you can even capitalize on it right? and then bring them back into the funnel bring them back into the education into the middle of the funnel into the top of the funnel in that way then you don't waste this so wastage can happen uh, if you don't have this process to capture the middle of the funnel, you don't have enough uh, communication with them once they get into your sales funnel. And uh, of course, when they actually make an inquiry uh, that don't actually immediately turn up into sale, you don't follow up with them. Right? So that's a lot of wastage. So that is the second phase of the lifecycle marketing process. That's called the sell phase. In the sell phase, it's not literally you're trying to sell, but how do you convert a lead to a sale right so that's what the sell phase is about and sometimes it's about educating it's about telling the customers what why your solution really addresses that problem right um here is where uh, email marketing um and videos and youtube videos right will help a lot and a, a, a lot of the things that janisha do right is really at this phase whereby yes i have already your contact and already you are in my list but in order to convert it into an actual sale, you need to educate them, you need to connect with them, you need to engage the audience. So this is what it's about, right? The engagement. And finally, when they become a customer, right? We also find that a lot of, uh, we, a lot of uh, businesses don't actually maximize the customer life value, right? So it's going to cost you uh, like maybe a Facebook opt-in, like maybe uh, $2, $3 or $4 for a simple opt-in, right? And by the time they convert a lead easily, you're spending about $40, $50 per lead. Uh, per sale, sorry, forty dollars per forty dollars, fifty dollars per sale. However, uh, and then you are going to run ads again and try to attract new customers. Why don't you maximize that value of that single customer? Correct. So if you are looking at a customer, let's look at the average purchase price per deal. Right. So if the first customer buys and then your product 
uh, basically let's say it's a, a $1,000 package or product, right? So $1,000 is the first buy of the customer. Now, if this customer does not have a pleasant experience, what will happen? Right? A few things can happen. A few things first is they'll drop off, right? Secondly is uh, they might even uh, badmouth your brand, right? In the in social media, and that's very bad, right? So the first step about maximizing customer value is really to create a wow experience for the customer, okay? And then when that happens, you can achieve three R's. So what are the three R's? Okay, the three R's is repeat, repeat sales, right? Repeat sales, referrals, all right, and review and ratings. Okay, these are the things that you can maximize on the customer value. Why? For example, uh, repeat orders is very obvious, right? So if they're happy, they buy again. You get repeat orders, right? You can also upsell. Let's say you you sell a one thousand dollar product, but you actually have a two hundred dollar upsell, right? So like McDonald's, they do it very well, right? So if every customer you earn 20 percent more, that's easily ten twenty percent of easy revenue that you earn per customer. So so repeat orders, upsells is the first thing that you can look at. The second thing you can look at is referrals, right? So very powerful, uh, very low cost as well. Uh, you look at the, the the overall cost of your acquisition from a lead to a sale, right? So if you are easily spending about fifty dollars per uh, sale, then therefore you can offer that as an incentive to your customer base, right? It need not, need not be a full, it's not, it need not be a cash-to-cash -cash kind of relationship, but you could reinvest into that relationship. For example, buying gifts, buying them dinner or doing an event for them, and you are spending in order to get back referrals, right? So referrals, uh, every business knows, is actually the easiest sale, right? Uh, compared to just a cold lead, right? Okay, so referrals, that's the second one. And the third one, which is also very important in today's um, uh, internet and social media environment, is to have a lot of reviews and ratings, right? Uh, if you're a business owner, think about it. How many times um, have you received positive reviews in the last one or two months? Now look at your Facebook uh, page and reviews and Google Plus page for reviews. When was the last review being posted? If your review is going to be, if someone is going to come to your website on your, your Google Plus page or your Facebook page and see that the last review has been written um, three months ago or six months ago, that's not going to give you a lot of credible rate uh, in terms of your business, especially if you're a B2C business. Okay? So what you can do is that automatically once they become a customer at a certain interval where you are where there's a high chance that they are already satisfied with your service right for example um, the again uh, I work a lot in the uh, wellness and fitness and uh, spa space so one of the things that let's say you sell a spa package that is a uh, five session right so by the second session or third session you should see that the impact of your exercise of your treatment on the person should already start to take effect right and in fact uh, maybe uh, they, they should be uh, very happy at the moment. So you send them a email or SMS to say that, hey, uh, thanks for dropping by and uh, using us in our services. Uh, we want to uh, find out how to improve our services. Would you like to rate us? On a rating of one to five, how do you rate us? Right? It's a simple question, one to five. Or another question, another way of asking uh, is what we call the net promoter score. How likely is it that you will refer a friend to us? So, that's a net promoter score. So if they score high on the net promoter score or score high on the rating system, then you can automatically send them a uh, review and rating. So send them to, auto-direct them to the uh, Facebook review page or the Google Plus page, right, for immediate review. That 
reduces the friction uh, or the multi clicks that they have to go through in order to give you a rating. So I have worked with, a, um, for example, a chiropractor practice right, uh, from uh, just a handful of reviews, seven, eight reviews uh, throughout the year, right? And they're getting now every week, like two, three reviews, right? So it is important because if you don't ask, people don't give, right? So first, it, did you ask, right? And did you make it easy for them to leave a review and rating, okay? So three asks, uh, repeat orders, referrals, and reviews. So this is the uh, inline cycle marketing, we call it the wow phase. Right, the wow phase. Right? So uh, attract phase, sell phase, and wow phase. And when you move the customer through this way, you're going to get back a lot of returns. Right? Better conversion, less usage of leads, and maximizing the customer value. Uh, and you're going to see a lot of uh, compounding results on your sales. Okay? And just to let you have a sense of how, what kind of numbers you're looking at, uh, let's do a simple calculation. All right, take for example that, um, let's see, right, so the, this is the number of opportunities of sales uh, opportunities you get to pitch to or uh, inquiries that you uh, have, right? Times the conversion rate, that is how many percent of them actually become a customer, times the average uh, deal size per customer, right? So this essentially, if you look at it, is this times this and this is actually equals to your revenue, isn't it? All right. So let's say if you make an improvement of just thirty percent, or let's say just twenty percent in each factor, so that be one point two times one point two, or twenty percent times one point two, twenty percent more dollar value per customer, twenty percent better in conversion, and twenty percent more leads that you generate and more. Uh, interested inquiries that you make from the traffic, right? And this number is not 1.6, it's actually 1.8, right? So when you look at it, the compounding effect, right, of improving each factor by just 20% actually give you a 80% growth in your revenue, okay? So I'm a bit, uh, maybe I'm a bit uh, um, overemphasizing on this, but really you look at it, is um, um, the point is that Minor improvements, but compounding over three stages uh, is going to give your business a lot of uh, results. Okay, so thank you for tuning in and um, I just want to round off uh, to give a summary again. Right? Use, maximize the, maximize your marketing funnel. After all, you're spending a lot of money already on Facebook ads. The last thing you want to do is to waste them. Um, these are a few practical ways on how you can maximize. Look at the different stages of your sales funnel. Uh, you probably don't only have one type of ads, that is only the buy ads, but you also want some ads that talk about the problem, talk about your solution, educate your customers. Uh, you can retarget them on Facebook, retarget them on Google, whatever, but appeal, have different kind of ads, right? Um, look at how you can reduce wastage, make sure that whatever sales leads are passed, are monitored, and you actually know your conversion rates very clearly. Uh, if there's something uh, not very correct with it, address it. Right? And then finally, look at your customer value. Look at how you can uh, improve on the three R's. Okay? So, um, have a good day. I hope you have uh, enjoyed this uh, short session. Uh, I hope Janisha will bring you back again. Right? Okay, see you guys. Bye. 
Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so honoured that we are connected and I hope that I can continue to serve you as you build your dreams. And if you love this episode, and I hope that you did, rate it 5 stars. Give us that glowing review because it will help more women around the world finding the Soul Rich Woman podcast. Alone you are strong, together we are unstoppable. Now share this with every woman who needs it because this is how we are changing the world, one woman at a time. As always, get out of your comfort zone and go towards the dreams you've always wanted to achieve. For women who love the F word, being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. My dear soul rich woman, sending you my love and I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.